the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning to you. The feast of maybe we can bring it to today. Not the gift of thanks. <laughs> it's good for me to be home uh, and with my family, and you are also my family during these days. The title of the sermon this morning is about how to enter of God. The specific verse that I would like to focus on this morning is this, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the main point that I would like to make is this, clenched fists cannot take hold of the saving hands, clenched fists cannot take hold of the saving hands of Jesus. You may have heard this story before, I may have told it before. story of uh, the great and it strikes a rock and begins to sink and people out of fear of their life begin to jump overboard And he lets down the light. From the sinking ship, which is not smart. And he decides he's going to start looting the ship before it sinks. And so back on, grab some jewelry and some candelabras and and he goes back and then he sees some nice furniture and he goes back and then he sees some nice coats and uh, chests and air. You, you get the picture. He keeps loading up the boat more and more and more. And then as he starts to move away from the boat, he realizes that he's loaded this boat so much that it's not even staying above water, that it's starting to take on water. And he's so tired from loading all this stuff onto his boat, he can't, he doesn't have the strength to offload it. And he perishes. And suddenly, the captain of the boat appears while everyone else thinking it's a sinking ship and a sick shipwreck, and he writes the ship and basically says, it's not sinking, I'm in control, I've been in control all along. 
that captain of the ship is Jesus Christ. And what may appear to be the sinking ship is this world that we live in. And we need to be reminded over and over again when we think that all is lost, that all is going to hell in a handbasket, that Jesus Christ is the captain of the ship. This rich man was not asking how to enter into eternal life. He was asking how to obtain it, how to inherit it, how to purchase it. This is not how we enter into eternal life. We don't buy it. We enter it by God's grace and by stretching out our unclenched fist to his saving hand and grabbing onto it. This is into eternal There's an inner meaning to these commandments. The rich man said he had kept all of these commandments. Do not adultery, false witness, honor your father and your mother. But he was not keeping them internally. Do you remember when Jesus gave his sermon on the mount? He internalized the law. He said, you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. I'm telling you, don't even look at a woman. You, and and you don't, don't murder. I'm telling you, don't even get mad at your brother. He was internalizing these external commandments. And this man not keeping these commandments internally. St. Nikolai says this, All the commandments that the Lord enumerated have a special inner significance for this rich man. He didn't name all ten. He named the ones that applied to him, that he wasn't keeping on the inside. Thou shalt do no murder means over much pampering of the body in riches and luxury kills the soul. Thou shalt not commit adultery means that the soul is intended for God as a bride for her husband. And if the soul occupies itself with worldly riches, the brilliance for luxury and transitory pleasure, it thus commits adultery against the immortal husband, God. St. Catherine whom we commemorate today, betrothed her soul to God. And the Lord Jesus Christ gave her a ring. <laughs> Thou shalt not bear false witness, means don't do in any way justify love for riches and neglect your soul. For that is the distortion of God's truth and a false witness before God and your conscience. Don't bear false witness against your own conscience. 
Don't talk yourself out of what your conscience is telling you. Honor your father and mother means don't give, uh, do not give respect and honor only to yourself. For it will be to your loss. Honor your father and mother through whom you came into the world that you may have in this way give honor to God from whom you came, both you and your parents. And so there was an inner meaning. So he says to him, one thing you lack. Go and sell all that you have. And this stung him. On all we have a number of contrasts presented by Saint Nicholas. There were not all rich men are condemned to hell. What about Abraham? He was a rich man. He followed God. All the generations of the earth were blessed through Abraham. Righteous Job, he was a rich man. God took everything away from him, and he says, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Boaz, Ruth's husband, <laughs> Boaz was a rich man. And he glorified God. Jo Joseph of Arimathea was a rich man and gave his tomb to the Lord Jesus Christ and then went to England and preached the gospel in England. So it's not impossible. It's difficult. But it doesn't mean that it's easy for the poor kingdom. He says this, Poverty has its temptations just as riches do. A rich man is saved by his great acts of charity and humility before God, and a poor man is saved by his great patience and endurance and endless hope in God. There will be no salvation for a rich man who is mean and proud, and there will be none for a poor man who complains of his lot and despairs of God's help. The rich and the poor are not in this world by chance, but by God's most wise providence. God would be able in the to everyone equal in wealth. But that would be sheer folly. In that case, men would be totally independent of one another. Who then would be saved? Who could be, could anyone be saved? For men are saved through their interdependence. Is this what we teach in, in, in our society that we live in today? We're, we're being pounded day in and day out towards an absolute kind of equality that St. Nikolai is telling us because he lived through this kind of absolute supposed equality 
that leaves us totally isolated. We feel that isolation in our daily life more and more and more. Isolation and alienation from each other. Rich and poor need each other. The rich depend on the poor and the poor on the rich. The learned depend on the ignorant and the ignorant on the learned. The healthy depend on the sick and the sick depend on the healthy. Material sacrifice is repaid in spiritual currency. And the spiritual sacrifice made by the learned is repaid in a material currency. Uh, as we move to here, a reflection by St. Nikolai on this verse from Matthew chapter 25. The Lord said, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done unto the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. And then he said, Similar things. In Holy Communion, we receive the living Lord Jesus Christ himself in the form of bread and wine. And in almsgiving, we give to the Lord Jesus Christ himself in the form of the poor and the needy. A certain man in Constantinople was unusually merciful. Walking along the streets, he would press into the hands of the poor and hurry onward so to hear the gratitude and when a friend of his asked how he had become so merciful he said once in church I heard a priest say that whoever gives to the poor gives into the hands of Christ himself and I didn't believe it because I thought well how can this be when Christ is in heaven. However, I was on my way home one day and I saw a poor man begging in the face of Christ shone above his head. And just then a passerby gave the beggar a piece of bread and I saw the Lord in his hand and take the bread and bless the donor. From then on, I've always seen Christ's face shining above the beggars and therefore with great Fear, I perform as much charity as I can. So let's be encouraged today in these following ways. Our Almighty God is all gracious. Let us hasten to meet Him, for He calls us and awaits us. He rejoices with all his holy angels when he only sees that we've turned our faces toward him. Let us turn to him and hasten to our true homeland to meet the Almighty, the all-gracious God. But let us hasten before death knocks at the door and it's too late. Finally, let us put money in our hands and reach out to the Lord Jesus Christ and 
ask one pray for the salvation of our souls. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, our God, help us to reach out to you with open hands for our salvation, that we may enter into your heavenly kingdom. Help us to turn our faces toward you and run to meet you before our souls are required of us in death. For to thee are due all glory, honor, praise, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, amen, through ages of ages. Amen.